Good evening and welcome back to Uncensored, a world of love, sex, friendship and relationships. Now, if you've been with me from the beginning, you'll be wondering where friendship comes from in our title because it was never there. Well, I realized that friendship is the core of relationships and sex and if you're going to be talking about these two, then friendship needs to be mentioned. And as a result, today we are talking about friendship um considering that this is my first actual topic since i started this podcast i wanted to talk about friendship because i believe it's the foundation of everything else now as i always say i'm not a professional i'm not here to give you um, advice medical advice or any psychological help or um, therapy i'm just somebody who loves to talk about her personal experiences and so this podcast would involve a lot of examples about my own life stories and what have you so i'm going to begin with the definition of a friend from the oxford dictionary so it says that a friend is a person with whom one has a bond of mutual affection typically one exclusive of sexual or family relations now when you look at this definition then we can say that we all have mistaken a lot of people as friends um, be it a colleague a classmate a, a co-worker a neighbor we tend to acquaintances we tend to consider these people as friends whilst all they are uh, acquaintances now um, somebody would ask what's the difference between an acquaintance and a friend so an acquaintance is somebody that you happen to know that is not exactly a close friend not even a close friend a friend is you know this person well enough example would be um our classmates people we sit in class with for all those hours or people we are in the workplace with for all those hours we order lunch together we gossip we talk about things in general but they are not your friends you don't share a mutual bond there is no affection it's just a more or less a circumstantial relationship when there's no work you guys are not friends when there's no school you're not friends especially in the university we realize that when the semester starts we have people in class that we can be super close but once we hit vacation we go to our various homes we probably don't even talk to each other again so we want to inquire about um, the next academic year or something like that so yeah this is what a friend is um, check out the next segment where we delve into what true friendship is and how to choose your friends choosing your friends so growing up my teachers used to always say choose your friends don't let your friends choose you and at that time i thought it was senseless actually right now i still think it's senseless um, I guess the problem is I never actually asked them what they meant about that because I didn't understand what they meant about that and I still don't understand what they mean by that but from where I'm standing right now I would guess they were trying to say um, you should be the one to do the picking and not be the one always being picked and look at the characters of the people you are coming to be friends with and just pick them and um, I feel like okay if you're all picking then who is going to be picked 
I don't know who is going to be who is going to allow themselves to be picked. That's what I mean. Cause then, if I have it at the back of my mind, I'm the one supposed to go and choose, and the one I'm going to choose also has it at the back of her mind that she's the one supposed to choose, and it's like she's not going to avail herself to be chosen, right? right so if you have a better explanation to what they meant you can send me a message so that we discuss it because i really don't get it another reason why i never actually got it was because i was the one always being paid so i felt like oh what's he trying to say so from crash to my second year in primary school that's um second grade i didn't have a friend i mean i was shy i was an introvert um, I couldn't speak in a room full of people. I stayed away from people. The the most you'd see me do was to nod or shake my head. And so when I made my first friend in third grade, it felt new and naturally that person became my whole world. You know, at a point it felt like my entire world revolved around that person and I was following him everywhere. And he was quite a protector. I mean, we were, we were quite young, but I remember he always standing up for me and being like a big brother figure, even though we were in the same classroom. And that didn't that didn't help me. That didn't help me at all, cause I realized that I was kind of I don't want to say addicted to this person, but there was this um bad influence not influence but there was this um there was something wrong with how much i relied on that person i didn't have um, a sense of self it was all about him and i i i want to assume that that went on to affect my development a lot but fast forward to now um fast forward to now i'm still kind of shy a little outspoken now but um i have a lot of friends and if you give me a, a sheet of paper and tell me to write um 20 friends i'd probably cross over to 50. i have a lot of friends and what i realized is that i did not choose and I can't see if I was chosen but I'll say I never really calculated any friendship it just happened because I live with bonds and you know natural bonds that's how I'm able to make and keep friends there's just this natural attraction that has to happen for the friendship to go on and so I think when you are choosing your friends you should look at um, you shouldn't look at similarities you like sometimes i hear people say oh i can't be friends with somebody who is like this or somebody who is like that what i've realized in my life is i have friends from all walks of life i have friends who believe in different things i have friends who come from different places and i have friends who do habits that i would never ever ever indulge in but that's the beauty of true friendship you don't force it it kind of just happens and i would say if you're choosing your friends you should go for that go for you know a natural bond just happening but who is a true friend um like 
I think a true friend is a person who has your back, who stands up for you, who defends you, especially behind your back. Um, a friend, a true friend, would be a person who is authentic and honest with you. They aren't phony. You know, sometimes how we have people who are not like direct. You, you, you never know what they are trying to say. Is it a yes or a no? Is it a maybe? No, a true friend is not phony. A true friend show you that they are reliable. A true friend accepts you for who you are. And a true friend wants what's best for you. So, um, a true friend is not supposed to to be a negative person. Understand a true friend. If you have a friend who is always, always trying to bring you down, always discouraging you, then... You need to start looking at the definition of friendship again because that's probably not a friend. But this brings me to another question. Are you a true friend? Sometimes we tend to want to be on the receiving end. We are always um, blaming others, you know, always saying, okay, this person was not real with me, this person was this, this person was that, but are you a true friend? I believe in the law of give and take. You don't, you do unto others as you want others to do unto you. So if you're looking for a true friend, you need to be sure that you are a true friend in the first place. Another issue of friendship is the concept of ride or die. Like literally, ride or die which normally leads us to inheriting enemies of our friends now if you know me you know that i'm a queen of inheriting enemies because if you are my friend and you want to beat a bitch up we are going to beat a bitch up before you even know what she did that's how far i'm willing to go for my friends and sometimes i feel it's stupid because i mostly end up inheriting um, enemies sorry inheriting enemies and then the friends that I was supposed, whose enemies I was supposed to inherit, go back and become friends with these people. And I'm just there like, really? You put me in this situation just to go back and be buddy-buddy with this person. Like, who does that? And so I wouldn't recommend inheriting enemies. I know that some people, some people's loyalty has no bounds, no limit. I've seen friends talk back at the parents of their friends probably because their friends are being treated unfairly at home i've seen friends um, take punishments for or with their friends in school um, i've seen people call the boyfriends of their friends just to warn them because they are probably hurting their friends too much people can go through hell and back for their friends and that's how loyal they are but one thing I always say that don't be blinded by loyalty. You know, there's, there's um, a line that should always be drawn. You need to set a limit. Um, you, you need to know how far you're willing to go with a friend. Because at the end of the day, it all comes down to having two different lives. Because I know I'll do anything for my friends, but I'll probably not rob a bank with my friend because I don't want a criminal record. And if there's anybody in this world who cannot be influenced by friends, that would be me. If I have eight friends and all eight want to clap throughout the weekend, it wouldn't change my mind about staying indoors because 
I always want to be a person of my own person, you know, have a mind of my own. Even though sometimes, you know how, how our parents ask us that, so if your friend is jumping off a cliff, are you jumping as well? And I know that, yes, I'm jumping as well. But sometimes I, I feel like you're not supposed to jump. You need to wait. And when your friend jumps, somebody has to call 911. Make sure that person is you. Because when you both jump, who is going to call for help? I understand. So sometimes you need to be the level-headed person. And in as much as you want to prove your loyalty, you need to stop and think so it's not always worth it inheriting any especially when you are in a corporate world imagine um inheriting the enemy of a friend and realizing that that person could have been a potential buyer or you know a potential investor and then you are there looking stupid as far because you thought being loyal was the best thing to do so moments where you have to cancel dinner plans with your friend because something else came up or you have to miss out a hangout miss out on a hangout because you had work or assignment or situations where you've not spoken to your friends in days or weeks and because you've been busy with work or school and then you feel like you are a bad friend for that that feeling you get is called friendship guilt and it's perfectly normal everybody gets it but one thing is you're not supposed to let friendship guilt take over you because it's not your fault that there is something else that you had to do and if your friend is a real friend then they are going to understand the reason why friendship guilt has risen so high right now is because of social media social media has created a sense of loneliness where everything is on your phone and you feel like um you're supposed to be closer to your friends now more than ever and so when your friends are not calling you at least every week if they're not testing you every day if they're not coming to see you every day then it looks like oh they are not a good friend but that's not it it you are supposed to notice you're supposed to know that your friend has a life and you have a life so it can't always be um we going places and talking on phone for hours it gets to a point where you have to start thinking about yourself and sometimes people need a me time you understand it's not always um about being up and about with people sometimes you just need an alone time where you can think about things and do things on your own so you don't need to feel extremely terrible because you are in there for your friends at a certain point. Um, it becomes a problem if you are genuinely and intentionally ignoring your friends. Then you are being a bad friend. But when things are out of your control, then it's not your fault. Don't let friendship guilt kill you. Okay, don't let, don't let it make you feel like you're the worst type of friend ever. Just know that it's normal and everybody has it. It can come from a lot of places like your friend asking you for something that you are incapable of giving. But then you feel like you should go to the ends of the world to get it for them. And when you don't do it, then you start feeling bad. But it's not supposed to be like that. 
so that's its own friendship guilt and how you can deal with it so how you can deal with friendship guilt first of all you try and call your friends as much as possible test them send a gift card send um random messages telling them how much you love and appreciate their friendship um but then and then when you are invited to events don't just accept every invite if you know you can't make a say straight up that you can't but when once you accept it put it on your your schedule set a reminder but in case there's an emergency situation that causes you to be on available for the said event you should be able to tell your friend that i would not be able to come because of abcd without feeling guilty without feeling guilty that's how it's supposed to work it's not your fault you are not um, a machine you can't be at multiple places at the same time you can't do multiple things at the same time regardless of how much magic you possess so that's it about friendship guilt so let's talk about lack of communication which normally might lead to drifting apart and ultimately to losing friends so what i noticed in most of my friendships i mean the ones that i lost it was that at a point we just drifted apart i mean that's what i tell people that oh we just drifted apart but the truth is we just stopped communicating for example um my friend says something that i didn't really like but then instead of telling him or her i didn't like that i keep it to myself because i don't want us to get into an argument or i don't want us to fight and in doing that i realized that i start holding this level of um animosity in me cause like i'm mad about it because i didn't talk about it it's still in my heart and then i so it gets to a point where whatever the person that annoys you because you are still offended by what they did and sometimes you realize that they don't even know that they did it now imagine if i had communicated with this soul friend that okay yo you did this and that and i didn't like it don't do it again then they apologize and you realize there's this sense of um um fulfillment because now you are not holding grudges you are not keeping anything inside you and there's just pure love and that's the issue of a lot of people there is no communication even in our relationships you realize that lack of communication has been one of the the um, issues in most relationships we don't know how to communicate our feelings when something happens and that is terribly wrong also i think um another thing about the communication is that sometimes we do communicate but there's no comprehension and comprehension is one of the most important things because you can tell me how you feel but i have to understand it if i don't understand it then i don't know the extent of what i did wrong so um when somebody communicates their feelings you are supposed to understand comprehension is key you don't just communicate you need to understand it um one thing that i will always be grateful 
four when it comes to um some friends of mine is that we don't go to bed mad over an issue once it happens we are most definitely going to talk it out settle it in in secondary school i had a group of friends who are still my most of them are still my friends now and when something happens we all do this thing where we sit around and we call whoever did whatever and we all tell the person our mind i remember we used to call it flow your mind or something and then you everybody will say what they actually feel and the person who was wrong would apologize and then work on whatever she did wrong but i realized that that kept us together because there was no bad bites and there was nothing like going behind and you know saying things that you can't say in front of the person who did wrong and that kept us close till this day that's the reason why till this day we are still friends unlike the squad that i had in jhs i mean junior high school the difference between my squad in junior high school and my squad in senior high school i don't know i don't know if it's because of the age because junior high were clearly children but i think in junior high school we were sort of there were friends within friends i don't know if that makes sense because we were a group of best friends coming together to form a squad so naturally we had people that we loved more than the other but what i realized was that we would mostly not come forward with issues that was bothering us for example if um friend a offends me i'll tell my best friend instead of going to friend a and if i offend friend b she will tell her best friend c instead of coming to me and that caused these um small you know very very petite issues you know around you know behind the scenes there were these unsettling feelings now when i compare both squads that i had i realized that the communication in senior high helped our friendship more than in junior high so communication is key because without it you realize that with time you are you will just be drifting apart and when you start drifting apart and one person doesn't step up to try and you know pull you guys back together you realize that um within some few days weeks months the friendship is done with and then you lose friends i really think losing friends is worse than losing a lover i don't know about others but i hold my friends in high esteem i really 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 love all my friends and whenever i lose a friend it sucks it's something that really downs my spirit like i i never want to lose a friend i never want to lose a friend i'm i'm quite emo- i have an extreme emotional attachment to my friends and as a result losing them affects me extremely and so i really really don't like losing friends and if you're like me then i'll think that you need to be um extra good when it comes to communicating when it comes to resolving issues when it comes to preventing the whole drifting apart situation so yeah don't forget communication is key
but comprehension is the most important one. The next thing I'd like to talk about is forgiveness. I mean, when it comes to friendship. Hmm. Am I the best person to be talking about this? Because I think I... Uh, um. <laughs> okay. So, um, forgiveness. I think forgiving a friend who hurts you is one of the hardest things ever. Uh, for me, I think it's one of the hardest things ever because you tend to trust and love this person like a sister or a brother and then they turn around and stab you in the back or do something extremely hurtful to you and you just have to forgive them and let it go okay let's talk about when they don't apologize when they don't apologize i think that's even the hardest ever like if they don't apologize then you don't even know if you have to forgive them or not and when they do apologize sometimes what they did is so bad that you can't bring yourself to forgive them one thing about forgiveness is that it's not just for them it's for you because once you forgive it opens the door for healing it opens the door for healing um an incident happened in my life some years ago I think about seven years ago, this person did something extremely terrible to me. And we never talked about it. You know, we, we, I never brought it to him that, I didn't need to bring it to him that he hurt me. He knew that he hurt me. And, um, but he, he just, you know, brushed it off, made it something little. And, eventually i ended the friendship because i couldn't be friends with somebody like that i ended the friendship you know fast forward to about three or four years later we crossed paths and then this guy just came with this lengthy apology saying he has now realized how much he wronged me and he is not at peace and the funny thing is i wasn't at peace either yeah i was i had forgotten about him i didn't even remember that an incident happened but the moment he came clean the moment he told me i just knew that i wasn't okay after all these years and i think that the moment i forgave him i just felt this burden lifted off is like okay now i'm healed forgiveness is a very vital tool in friendship i mean it can save the friendship in situations where the friendship cannot be saved you still need it it's something that just you know helps you it keeps your mind at ease knowing that you are not holding grudges against anybody and don't forget the bible says it and forgive us our trespasses as we you know the rest let's not be biblical this is not a bible podcast but yeah forgiveness is very important and if you find it hard to forgive i suggest you start practicing 
let's talk about walking away in fact let's normalize walking out of friendships when it's self-serving and it's not serving you i'm a firm believer of loving people from a distance because baby girl if this friendship is doing you more harm than good even if you've been friends with that person since the day you were both born walk away it's better it's always better to just step aside just push whoever away i mean i hate losing friends i said it i literally hate i cry when i lose friends but the same time i find it so easy to drop the enemies within because some friends are just wolves in sheepskin and once she notice that there's no need to you know fake and pretend for example like oh i know she doesn't like me but i'm also going to pretend and just no no don't don't if just walk away okay life is too short to surround yourself with negativity surround yourself with fake people and all of that if you come to terms with the fact that this person is not good or this friendship is not good there's no need to force it just let the person go forgive them for your own healing but you don't necessarily have to be in a toxic environment all in the name of friendship you know sometimes too it's like the person hasn't done something extremely wrong you know how we we tend to wait for big moments to work out um for example somebody will say oh my boyfriend lied to me but it's not as bad as when he hits when he hits me i'm gone or maybe when he hits you you say oh he just stabbed me but the day he beats me with a belt i'll leave why do you have to wait till he beats you with a belt before you leave and sometimes you don't necessarily have to wait for them to do big stuff you need to run when it starts and notice the red flags in your friendship and walk away something happened when i was in secondary school now you notice that almost all my examples are from my younger days secondary school junior high school and um, primary school that's because that's when i think i was so attached to my friends i was extremely attached to my friends but now i think not that i don't like my friends or anything but i've learned to love me and just think about me so okay back to the story in secondary school there was this girl who was a friend an acquaintance let me give her that and um so she was part of our squad and she single-handedly hurt at least four of us extremely you know boyfriend snatching going behind our backs and you know saying shit about them to their boyfriend all those things he did terrible things that i can't even say in this podcast and <laughs> i wasn't part i mean she didn't even know my boyfriend to try something like that but i took the thing for myself i put myself in my friend's shoes and i dealt with that girl extremely i mean everybody who heard the story was like but this has nothing to do with you why are you so bothered i'm like i'm bothered because first of all those people she did those things to are my friends second we took this girl in and made her feel like a part of us even though she was never a part of us to begin with 
we did everything so she wouldn't feel left out and all of that so she doesn't get to go around and do what she did and i i admit my methods were wrong because i mean i i mean i i went far you know i made it go cry and shit but at the end of the day something needed to be said and my friends wanted to take the high road and go you know what just let her know i put her in a place and when i finished i made sure there was no seat for her at our table i literally put her out of the circle because you don't wait i'm not going to wait till it gets to me i'm not going to sit around and and hope that she will change and it will never happen to me no this was a friendship of i think two and a half years or two years thrown in our faces like that and i was not about to give her um three six months to see if she would change if two years of the love we had as friends couldn't stop her from doing that to not one not two but four of us what makes me so sure that she wouldn't do it to me the next time she gets a chance i wasn't going to sit around and let that happen so i walked out of her life i sucked her out of my life i walked out of her life and i made sure that our past never crossed i mean yes later we've but that's another story so you should learn how to just walk away go it's it's not it's not bad you understand people let people ask oh what's going on i haven't heard from i haven't seen you around with yeah just tell them you drifted apart there's no crime in walking away when it's not working just go okay go in my head especially if you've been friends with that person for for years it would really hurt us i've had friends that i never ever thought i would lose i had a friend who <laughs> was literally one of my mains you know like i wouldn't even want to use the word best friend we were super close and then suddenly we just it just happened you understand we we couldn't save the friendship and in as much as it hurt i came to terms with it you understand i came to terms with it. You, you you should learn to come to terms with these kind of things don't stay in an abuse it's terrible being in a toxic friendship because you are afraid to lose a friend is one of the worst things you could do to yourself so learn to walk away and i promise you you are going to be extremely happy so guys that's all i think i can think about when it comes to friendship i hope i've covered um the most important aspects of friendships and if anything else comes up i'll be sure to make another episode but for now i think this is this is it that's all um so thank you guys so much for listening to this point i hope um, we learned a thing or two and i would be expecting your messages and comments or anything that you guys have if you have any questions you can ask me and i'd really really appreciate it if you could share this 
podcast to your friends and family and you know post it on your social media accounts thank you so much and this is just the beginning we'll be talking about other topics i'm working on other topics and catch you next time bye